welcome to the Wise Up Texas podcast. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan, nonprofit, empowering, educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. You can visit our website, wiseuptx.org, and find us on all social media platforms. This is Poonam Kaji in DFW, Wise Up Texas board member and today's host. Hello to our listeners. Thanks for joining us. I want to remind you all that Wise Up Texas has been putting a lot of new content on our social media platforms about how to vote in various languages. We recognize that particularly um, some of our family members or aunties and uncles, family friends might find this information useful. Um, so, it, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I encourage you to go look at it and see if you can help us spread that information out within our communities. Also, some fun news. We have some merchandise available on our website. Um, go check it out. We have some t-shirts encouraging folks to vote. Um, take a picture and tag us. We'd love to see you wearing our t-shirt. I am very excited to have our guest here today. Um, our guest is Judge Stacy Williams. She is currently the judge for Texas's 101st District Court, and she is running for Texas Supreme Court Place 7. She is a Democratic candidate running against Justice Jeffrey Boyd. So I would like to just go ahead and invite Judge Stacy Williams to tell our listeners, um, do you mind introducing yourself? Not at all, and it is definitely a pleasure to be on Wise Up Texas. I am Judge Stacy Williams, and as has already been mentioned, I'm currently the presiding judge for the 101st Civil District Court in Dallas County, where I hear oil and gas, real estate, and lots of um, commercial cases. But I'm running for the Texas Supreme Court. And when it said, when they say place seven, it doesn't limit me to a geographic location. Place seven is only a, a number on the seat. So everyone across the state can vote for all the Texas Supreme Court candidates. And that raises another issue. Unlike the US Supreme Court, the Texas Supreme Court only hears civil issues. And by civil, I mean family, juvenile, probate, and the quote, civil cases that I hear in Dallas, the oil and gas, real estate, personal injury, medical malpractice type cases. Now we do have in Texas a quote, Supreme Court for criminal cases, and that is the Court of Criminal Appeals. So the Court of Criminal Appeals here is the final say in Texas for criminal cases. And this differs again from the US Supreme Court because the US Supreme Court hears both. Uh, I'm curious, why did you decide to run for this Texas Supreme Court seat this election cycle? Well, there are a lot of reasons, um, but just looking at the court and the decisions that the court has issued over the years, I decided that the court, we, we need to bring fairness and balance back to the, to the Texas Supreme Court. Now, as we as a nation and state grapple with COVID-19 and the fights against systemic racism, we need to be able to trust our system to be fair impartial and working for Texans. And it's clear with the decisions issued by the Texas Supreme Court recently that those justices have lost touch with what it's like to be in everyday Texans through its decisions. And the fact that they serve supporting 
evictions and foreclosures at a time when we have record unemployment and people don't have the money to pay for their rent or mortgage. But yet the Texas Supreme Court, they still get their salaries because they're state employees. They've lost touch. Vote by mail. They rejected expanding the definition of vote by mail for citizens under the age of 65. But guess what? The Texas Supreme Court, they've had all their meetings, all their hearings via Zoom because they don't want to catch COVID. So when you see that hypocrisy, it's just, we can do better as a state. And I'm running because I'm qualified. Um, I've served the people in Dallas County in the 101st District Court for two terms. My past experience includes being a trial attorney and administrative judge with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. I've been in-house corporate counsel in the defense, telecommunications, and retail industries. I've been a municipal court judge for the city of Dallas, and I've been an arbitrator issuing detailed written decisions um, regarding labor issues for the Federal Mediation Conciliation Service, DART, Dallas Area Rapid Transit, the Federal Mediation Conciliation Service, as well as the Washington Metropolitan Airport Board. I've also been an arbitrator for consumer issues for NASDAQ, um, which is the National Association of Securities Dealers, which is now called FINRA. So I've got the depth and breadth of experience for those issues um, in the Texas Supreme Court. And when you have a trial court judge serving on the Texas Supreme Court, um, that is the best experience because we've actually conducted the trials. Because when you go above the trial court level, you can't introduce new evidence. You can't bring new witnesses in. It's solely on the record developed by that trial court judge. So it's so important for someone to have had that experience at the Texas Supreme Court. But what I'm most proud about is my Citizen Civil Academy that I've created. It's a nonpartisan free program to educate citizens about the civil court process. Now, everyone kind of has an idea of what goes on the in the criminal courts, you just turn on the news every day and there's something going on at Frank Crowley or one of the criminal courts in your area. But people are clueless when I say, well, I'm a civil judge. I don't put people in jail, but I can make you pay a lot of money. So we created the Citizen Civil Academy in the fall of 2015. We've had students as young as seven and as seasoned as 92. We've taken it all over Dallas County. In fact, we've taken it to Collin County and we've been out to East Texas twice. And even with COVID, we've developed a special 45 minute um, Citizen Civil Academy and that's entitled, Help, I've Been Sued, Now What? And you need judges who are gonna keep in touch with their community. Um, I bet you there are very few people who could even name the justices on the Texas Supreme Court. They stay in their isolated little towers and therefore they don't, they have no connection with the everyday person. So I've continued to do the Citizen Civil Academy and when I get on the Texas Supreme Court, I plan on um, continuing that outreach to the community. But another reason I'm really concerned the Texas Supreme Court seems to be biased in favor of businesses. Now, I don't have any problem with following the rule of law and following the tax. But what I do have a problem with is it's been widely documented that there are a group of nine law firms referred to as the favorite nine. And if you're a multi-billion dollar business represented by one of these favorite nine law firms, 
you have the highest probability of any litigant of receiving a favorable decision in the Texas Supreme Court. And that's just not fair. You know, we, we need to get back to looking at the facts, looking at the record, and making a decision, regardless of which law firm is representing an, a litigant, and then who the litigant is. And I'm going to bring that back. You know, I don't know that, that folks understand our judicial system. And in a way, they have so much going on in their personal lives. Um, maybe they don't need to know the ins and outs, but certainly, like you said, once you maybe you're tied up in a civil lawsuit, um, it, it's certainly difficult to get up to speed. So it's really interesting that you took the initiative to try to educate the population and say, you know, if you need help understanding how a court system works, um, that's something that, that you could provide. You know, one thing that people may not know who are tuning in or, or may know and, and find interesting is that Texas um, has elected judges, you know, for the most part, unless you find yourself in a federal court here in Texas. Um, if you're in any state court at any level, you're going to uh, be in front of a judge that's been elected. Right now, the Texas Supreme Court is all one party. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about, you know, what, what does that mean to have elected judges here in Texas? Maybe some pros and cons in your perspective. Sure. Okay. Well, for the last hundred years, Texans have elected their judges at every level um, in partisan elections. That's been the way it's been. Um, lately, it's come into question because in Harris County, they elected 18 women of color to the positions. Now, all of a sudden, there's a concern that, oh, these people are unqualified. First question is, they just got there. They haven't even had time to have their first case appeal. Number two, um, for example, my opponent had never been a judge in his life. He was Rick Perry's chief of staff, John Cornyn's assistant attorney general, came for big law, and he got on the Texas Supreme Court. So if they're going to talk about setting standards um, for changing the way in which we elect our judges, um, we need to be very fair. Now, there is a commission down in Austin that's supposed to be coming up with recommendations. Um, one of the issues that I'm concerned about is that they only want to put these conditions on the major urban areas. Um, and those are the urban areas where women of color, particularly women of color, have got, received their elections. Now, one of the reasons they say they want to change it, oh, people are unqualified. No, the people selected those individuals to rule on their cases. Number two, an argument's made, oh, well, you know, law firms give money and that might somehow affect the judge's decisions. I don't think so. Um, I, I haven't seen it. Law firms give me money for my district court campaign and they know in my court, it doesn't matter. Someone can give me a big contribution, the next day I rule against them. And that's how it's played in my court. And I think if there's a hint that a judge is not ruling according to the law, but according to his, um, his or her co contributors, then it's the duty of the people to hold that judge accountable and call that judge out. Um, I, I like that judges are, select, are, are elected. Um, I am extremely independent and um, I don't know if I would be a judge if I had to go through a process whereby the Bar Association would select individuals 
um, or some, some committee. I think the people are smart enough to know who they want on their benches. And unfortunately in Houston, some people lost their benches, but maybe they weren't so great afterwards. I want to give you a chance to um, talk directly to our South Asian followers and listeners who tune into the podcast and who might be listening in DFW on Radio Azad. I want you to just have a chance to speak to them directly. I, I don't know that South Asians are often thinking, you know, what is somebody uh, in, a, in the court system as a judge, what is their message for South Asians? But I'd love to hear if you have something you'd like to tell our listeners. The Texas Supreme Court is the highest court in the state of Texas. It is time that the Texas Supreme Court not only become more fair and balanced, but that it actually looks like the state of Texas. It's important that people of color know that there's someone on the Texas Supreme Court, and it shouldn't just be one, but right now, hopefully with this election, there'll be two. Um, someone who takes being a judge seriously and who wants to be inclusive. One thing I felt to mention is that besides issuing decisions, the Texas Supreme Court makes appointments to various committees, not only to lawyers, but for its citizens. And right now, those citizens do not look like the state of Texas. So it's very important for me, and I'm going to ensure that those appointments reflect the rich diversity of this state. I've demonstrated my commitment um, to the community, and there's no question where I stand. And we have an opportunity to create a better future, to level the playing field and make the highest court in Texas look like the people it serves. And you have someone who's qualified. Um, I forgot to mention my educational background. Um, I grew up here in Dallas, attended the Hockaday School, Smith College with a degree in economics and Georgetown Law. So you've got someone who has an out-of-state experience that will bring it back um, to Texas. So I am Judge Stacy Boyes. I appreciate your um, consideration. Take a look at my Facebook pages and see the various events that I participate in. I truly want to engage all communities in the state of Texas because that's what makes our state great. Thank you. Thank you, Judge Stacy Williams, for joining us and sharing your message. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan and nonprofit organization, but we welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our South Asian followers. Wise Up Texas does not endorse any candidates or political party. You can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available and select episodes will air on Radio Azad in DFW. Thanks for listening. Get educated, get wiser, start giving a hoot with Wise Up Texas.